0: This is Bards of New York, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We'd like to thank you for tuning in and listening, wherever you may find your podcasts. It means more than we can say. If you find yourself enjoying this little story of ours, and know someone who might like it too, let them know. All the best legends do spread by word of mouth. Now, sit back, grab a snack, and welcome back to the world of At The beginning, there was only the void, Thoughtbirth, dark drinker, the heart of all magic. It was itself, the expanse of shifting emptiness, simply the before. Centered around the sliver, a fragment of existence itself, the void was everything and nothing alive dead and dreaming all at once then for seemingly no reason and yet for every reason something spawned from the dream of the void it was a sentient orb of glittering light energy and brilliance uro infinite unbound was born and simultaneously so too did the essence of the void fold in on itself imploding leaving only its dormant shell the expanse of space itself, visible to its new creation. At the moment of its birth, Uro is said to have had every thought that it would ever be had all at once. And once it thought of everything, it became bored by what it found. It decided to change everything by imprinting upon existence its own grand design. Uro channeled all the energy of the infinite nothingness and effectively divided itself in half. One half remained pure, floating, sentient energy, but multiplied in size exponentially. It began to accrue its own gravitational pull, drawing in debris and matter from the corpse of the void, beginning what would later be called a planet. Uro's second half became La, the potter sculptor of the gods as uro sealed its remaining self inside the ball of energy and hardening magma it spoke to its only daughter thus
1: you are la that which shapes the formless
0: and from your shapes must come my legacy with my soul you will work wonders and la duty-bound worked wonders in the first star made in her afterbirth she formed a fortress her home and the home of gods to come named the hearth and in the hearth she built a great wheel like those we spin our clay upon but great la upon it she spun all that is from the heat and the flame of the hearth itself she sculpted her sons First came Dami-Eno, Hammer of the Gods, and without intending to, La gave life to the cold space left in the wake of Dami-Eno's creation, giving him a brother, Vykstar, the Dark Between Stars. And so came to be the Brothers Celestial. Dami-Eno hammered the myriad stars into light and life, while Vykstar carved roads between them, linking them together in the bleak quiet. But soon the brothers began to bicker and spat, and their fights would rumble the heavens, and the ball of rock and ambition would seethe so La would answer. To find balance between their squabbles, La sculpted Aldwin, the Scales Overseer. And as he was built to do, Aldwyn stopped the arguments he could before they were even to happen, and the ones that went too far he cleaved in twain with word and might. And for a time, things were quiet. But like her ancestor, even in slumber and respite, La was at work. Her dreams were filled with exploration and passion and movement and life, though life as we know it did not yet exist her dreams gathered at the wheel all the starfire and the solar winds and the humming of tectonic plates of the burgeoning planet below and the liquid ichor that flowed in all of lar's children and from this gathering came Sindar, all that moves elementalist Sindar was the rebel child she did as she pleased and she in turn pleased very few but was respected and feared by all as she built a world for all the elements to flow through at once. In their unity, this family of five turned to the now gargantuan ball of elemental fury beneath them, and feeling Uro's will surging through them all, they began to act. Drawing power from the new-birthed planes across the multiverse, these gods imbued the planet with life. The flora thrummed with diluted ichor which would soon become water and fill from the flora would come small moving things that would drink of the ichor and change and grow and grow apart over and over and over each creature and thing on this planet has a story and a path that leads back to these gods or the gods to come but those are stories for other days when at last the work was done And the planet was filled but filled too with chaos the first family became overwrought they needed someone to help keep track of all that had come before and all that was to come so la spun the wheel one last time and from this finality sprung kirahan archivist of memory kirahan was the first of this family the crucible to inhabit the planet and walk it themselves, sheltering under the massive tree formed when they first touched the soil. With this last work done, these gods, this crucible, looked upon the teeming globe beneath them and through their ichor heard Uro speak once more.
1: Witness
0: Regulus. It is mine and mine alone, but those who writhe upon it are yours and yours henceforth. Do what you must, please me, and inasmuch serve yourselves and it is here where things begin to unfold which neither uro nor any of the crucible could ever expect a second branch of their family was about to grow and take root and it is
1: here with these new gods that our story will begin oh Oh, 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 oh,
0: Oh my god, <laughs> just out the gate, clipping. The mic. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bards of New York and what I believe is session four, episode four of Regulus Genesis. Um, nothing crazy in terms of announcements today, really. Uh, first of all, before I get into the more usual ones, Hannah, do you want to re announce something a little, uh, little special going
2: on? Um, we will be having a giveaway currently in the process of procuring said giveaway with our giveaway partner so that should be coming down the pipe probably this next week nice. just depending on how shipping stuff happens um but yeah watch our instagram that's where it's all going Always to happen
3: instagram
2: yes and if you haven't been on there it's it's a fun time we ask lots of fun questions and we post a, if you're not a TikTok person we post reels on there um, yeah, all come come TikTok. hang out with us. <laughs>
0: um, but speaking of TikTok, you should find us on TikTok because there will be content, spicy content, steamy content, if you will. Uh, oh yeah,
1: coming, coming soon. Coming 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 during intermission. We're gonna get banned <laughs> from
0: TikTok. Um, so just <laughs> for. Find for us on TikTok. Uh, definitely jump on Discord because though uh, you know the giveaway is Instagram focused, we do all of our communicating with you guys right on Discord. So don't miss out. Lots of fun uh, intercession content. Coming through there.
2: Oh, um,
0: don't think there's anything else crazy today, right? No,
2: just uh, thank you to Polywags for our beautiful layout that you see, um, and thank you to Vix Draws for Goddamn our stuff. character the art, our constellation character up. art. Goddamn
3: <laughs> stud, both of
2: them. Um, and thank you for Woody for being in town before you go on tour again. Hey,
3: that's that's. Let's thank Big League Productions for that one, folks. Thanks. And I'm. Not, I don't show. have to be in Paris. I'm gonna break your leg. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. That's kinda hot.
0: Great. So, (laughs) with that, uh, we have a tarot card to pull. And I believe it is Kyle's turn. It is. Kyle! I'm I'm the last. The last of us. I the mic. Sponsored by (laughs) somebody. We're not yet.
3: What do we have? Okay. What do we got? So the name makes me happy, but the picture makes me sad.
0: The Wheel of Fortune. Yes. A sad picture. Ding, ding, a ding, sad ding, ding, picture. It's so, it's sort of, uh... It's what you can expect. The ebbs and flows of fate, Jr. really. Um, leaving things up to chance. And letting you ride that wave wherever it may take you. That's what that gives. I'd like to buy a vowel. I hate you. Personally and professionally.
3: How do you come up with these things?
0: You're so quick at it. It makes, me, it makes me sad. It just feels quick. Like, I-, I couldn't think of that. Right. So, I would just be like, there's the Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> yay! <laughs> I'd like to buy a bowel. I mean, snappy. I nice nice and quick on the uptake there. Um, hey guys, I got my Wordle in three today. I'm I don't so know what that is. Good, stay that way. <laughs> so, with the Wheel of Fortune hanging <laughs> dubiously over our heads, <laughs> we are going to give our little recap as we venture back into the world and surrounding realms of Regulus Prime. Fuck yes. Okay? So, last time, uh, we left our uh, trepidatious new gods uh, on the tail end of a, or in the very beginning, right? That was the, it started with the, the battle. Yeah, you yes. yes. fought a yep. deer. You fought a, the deer guardian.
3: <laughs> a moose.
0: Yeah. We, large, fought, we fought Bambi's dad. <laughs> yeah, you, st- you were the prequel to Bambi, is what, what it was. <laughs> Um, fought this dear guardian, which just annihilated a hunting party in front of you. Um, But you fought it, you killed it, you quelled it, uh, or something close to killed it, right? It was a little, it was dead adjacent. Mm -hmm. uh, And Ishtava revivified it to some extent, which caused a change within the guardian, sending it leaping back over, uh, over the woods in its new form. Having done so... Uh, you guys briefly followed the retreating Tamsin, who killed this hunter, this scout, uh, and had a conversation, two of you, with a couple of the leaders of the Elvenarn, right? You have Ur-Varan again, and then the leader of the Urken people, Sator. You talked to them, then you each parted your separate ways after a sort of a strange little discussion, and all the while, you were communicating to some degree with what you found out to be Aldwin. Right, back up in the Mm half. So you ventured back up to the half, met with Aldwyn, and uh, sort of dealt with his ire and his frustration at the preceding events. And when you had travelled back up to the half, the world below you began to spin quite quickly. Right? So you went back up to the half, after that, chatted with Aldwyn, and met a new, fresh god, a god that's even newer than the rest
3: of you. Um, still doughy inside. Still still doughy. Underproved. Underproved. Uh, That's a soggy bottom. Uh,
0: and once Aldwyn had told you whatever he had to tell you, which included the fact that one of the two celestial brothers wanted your attention upstairs, you guys met this god who named themselves with your help, Hylan. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we left you as you were basically digitizing and traveling up the half, the mm-hmm. right?
3: Correct. <clears throat> now is it, Hymen? This is already an excellent start. No, uh, oh no, that wasn't Unin speaking. Oh, I was speaking as Con. Oh, you're 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 yeah. doing. You'll know when I'm your character. You're all right. making a Hymen joke. I just want to be clear.
4: <laughs> wow, this is coming from Woody. Like, I go go up neither,
0: to the top. Yeah. <laughs> neither, okay. neither that nor so your just character, actually. I also just running, oh. running back That you guys are all going straight to the <laughs> top, right? You're, you weren't going to stop at your domain, I know there was some question of that. Not yet, I Not yet? will eventually. Perfect. So, the group of you all individually summon your sigils, transmute into energy, and connect with your consciousness as you travel up the hearth towards Starkeep, right, where you've been directed. And here's what I'll say, that as you guys become energy, and it's not quite that expansive, as expansive as it is when you travel through the World Beacon, but uh, there's an awareness with yourselves, with your greater consciousnesses as you uh, transmute, that something has changed around you and within you. And if you haven't yet, note down the benefits of a long rest. Hmm. And this change, this shift, this this uh, reinvigoration that you feel would have happened on your journey back from Regulus through the World Beacon. It's only now that it's sort of coming to your senses as you're traveling again. And once that's market, marked or demarcated for yourselves, you again re congeal back into energy in the room where the three of you first met the rest of the, the gods, right? In that oval shaped chamber with those big stone seats surrounding the hexagonal, like, sand table known as Starkeep, right? With all these, the windows all around. I think this might be your first time there. Yeah. I, I think
3: I'm. Um, I am. Fresh. There's still steam coming yeah. off me. Yeah.
2: Are you about one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy let's not, let's not invite
3: that name
0: into this. No, no. Uh, so, this room, where it was mostly filled before, uh, is pretty much empty now. The four of you are almost the only occupants of this large, spacious, echoey chamber. The twinklings of the, the cosmos seen outside of these, that round window, Regulus, glittering blue behind you. Um far in the distance, but across the oval of chairs here, one of the chairs is sort of semi-filled. Sat, swung over the stone arm of the chair, sort of hunched and crouched a little over, is that shifting, miasmatic black mass that you would recognize as Vykstar, the younger of the two brothers Celestial. And they're just sort of sat there, curled up over the edge, And as you coalesce into the room, their attention shifts towards the group of you, revealing that, it's it's again, not like they're wearing a cloak, but just like they're cloaked by their own essence, right? So their face is still kind of shaded, but that sort of pallid, slack face. You're here. It took you long enough. Is everything all right?
2: Why wouldn't it be?
0: Just checking.
3: <clears throat> That's all.
2: Do I believe them?
0: Uh, you are uh, more than welcome to roll me an insight check. I also would <gasps> like to roll an insight check.
3: I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm okay. Yeah, I, uh, my I pass. Mhm. Mhm. No. My passive insight's are seventeen. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Yeah, I think (laughs) twenty. You said your intelligence is a seven, right?
2: Oh, it's a wisdom
1: Wisdom.
3: based. Yeah, (laughs) my other things actually, my wisdom is only plus one. But (laughs) you need me to hit something, get hit, or flirt with
0: something. Uh, As far as you guys can tell, it seems like they are genuinely just interested in your potential well-being. There doesn't seem to be any ulterior motive that you can pick up on in that in that sentence.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: Hi. Um I'm new. My name yeah. is Hylan.
0: Hylan. And sort of like leans forward on the arm of the chair brings one spindly leg up. What do you do, Hyland? What are you made from?
3: I don't know yet. Good. Good. Yes, I'm not quite sure yet. That is good.
2: You called us up here for something? You needed us?
0: Yes, I have something you should see. Just a little welcoming visage, a gift. I have it stored away. It is best if I take you to it, yes? right. Let's go. Good. He hops off of his little stone chair and walks sort of towards you at first. Uh sort of like again, mostly floating. theres a, there's some movement of the body, but they just sort of drift within the cloud that lingers around them. comes towards you all as a group before slowly pivoting and drifting towards one portion of the, the round window the rounded windows. And instead of pressing their hand onto any of the hexagon surfaces, the back of their chair or anything, they just lay it open in open air in front of the windows. And they start focusing, and little flickers of like almost purple energy that or smoke starts to wreathe around their hand almost in an aura. Their smell was a little strange. It smells like salt and heat. One moment, please. We'll be on our way shortly. And it's with a flex of his hand, these sort of bony little white fingers, that you hear a sound like breaking glass, and the writhing purple miasma around his hand sort of flexes inwards. There's a brief little flicker of of light, and his sharp little fingertips dig in to the air Ooh. as if there was surface to grab onto, and the tips of his fingers disappear. <gasps> as cracks, spiderweb cracks, as if he was smashing through a pane of glass, ripple into the air around his hand. As he twists it, there's a sound like a piece of an ice shelf falling into water. And he rips his hand back, and it's like he's tearing away this green screen behind me. If I was to rip a chunk of the green screen, right, Ah. and still see the image, and you'd be able to see through it, right? On the on the screen, that is. Yes. And you can think of it that way. He tears some fabric of the space in front of him away, l- opening up a visible three-dimensional space of, of like shrouded light just in the air. And after he pulls it away, and he just steps through. As he approaches this rip, this tear, his body contorts in until it's just the cloud where it writhes in and disappears, leaving this like torn flap of reality just hanging open.
2: I go through. I smile and I go through.
0: <laughs> right on in. Yeah. Looks looks fairly as far as
3: your your awareness is, it looks familiar to you. Mm-hmm. See, you know? This is seeing your face, what I see as your face smile and go through, I just kinda smile and fall away. Great. You, you, pair of you watch the two of them
0: just like walk through this hole. And for you guys, it literally feels like walking through a hole as if a hole swallows you up. But for for you two, you watch them almost shrink and spaghettify as if they were receding into like a, a black hole or something. And they twist and spiral into this little opening.
3: After you. I go in. Okay,
0: pair of you head in. Mm. So one by one, something in short order, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if you kill us right now, <laughs> I'm, listen, Imagine, listen. I'd be like, "Do you have something to do?" Right. Where are you <laughs> going? Um, so one by one, in short order, the four of you enter this this tear. And as I said, for for you individually, it just feels like the whole expands around you, uh, as if you were walking down a long hallway towards a <clears throat> door, and as you walk, the door got bigger. Right. So it opened up to completely swallow you whole. Uh, yeah, just- you can sit with that however you need to. Um, until no, you enter- so wait, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god. You enter into this space that, um, looks sort of like a bubble of liquid cosmos. It's all shifting and swirling slowly as if you'd added sparkles and, and, you know, nebula coloring to a pool of mercury. That's that kind of the, the shifting liquid-like movement of the area around you, twinkling with stars and little pockets and fragments of light, but they flicker differently than you'd expect. They, it's almost like an optical illusion of stars. Like they're expected to be there, but when you look at them directly, they aren't. And as soon as you step, all four of you, across the threshold, and that tear that you walked through stitches itself together with almost suction, can start to hear little whispers everywhere, as if there was a chorus of people hiding just beyond your sight, murmuring incoherently. And it's coming in pockets, fragmentedly, all over the place. Vikestar is a little ahead of you in this space that seems very small and very big all at once. And he just sits cross-legged in the open air. Thank you for coming. It is safer to speak here than it is out there. This is my domain, my slice of existence. I have called it Phylaxis, and for now you are welcome to it. P-H-Y? P-H-Y-L-A-X-I-S. It is a blighted place, but it is my blighted place. And prying eyes and ears cannot find it. I appreciate your willingness to step into the home of a God you know little about. And I appreciate your lack of immediate concern
1: that is helpful.
0: Considerably. How was your time on the surface?
2: Short. <coughs> sure. Wonderful.
4: What is it like down there?
3: Yes, <coughs> surface of what?
2: The planet where there are projects, people.
3: Where we just were, you did not look out the window. I was unaware there was a window. Do your eyes not fully work yet? No, they do, it just... I don't really know what I'm seeing, even now.
2: It's a lot. Um, Yeah,
3: my cup's filling up.
2: It was lovely. And confusing.
1: How?
0: It seems so much cleaner there. So much more ordered than it could be. Confusing how.
2: It's all unfamiliar, I think.
1: Mm. Unfamiliar.
2: Have you not been?
0: No. I cannot go. Why? I cannot. born for that. None of us were, until Aldrin. And even he has forced his way there. Kirahan was the first designed for it. So no, but I would like to hear more (coughs) of it. And it is your willingness to travel there which is why I have brought you here. Something is troubling from a portion to the west. And I thought, perhaps the next time you descend, if you are planning, of course, to return there, you would. And shifts again in the air to sort of be like half perched, half standing, just floating, sort of as if he was, it looks like he's standing on something that isn't there. If you return, if you would find the time to, explore what could potentially be nothing, of course, or potentially be something of a problem. Time has passed since you were there. I do not myself know how much. It is not my duty to measure such things, but it is time has passed and things change as they do. and people are talking, gathering, all over. And this is good,
3: isn't it? Or is it better if they stay apart? It's impossible to know what they're talking about. Or do we just see groups of
0: I population? I do not <clears throat> know. Look, and he stands <clears throat> up in the air, and his hands reach out, and in irregular little patterns on the tips of his fingers just flicking like almost a uh, morse code just flickering across his fingertips there are little blips of purple energy that flicker in those optical illusory stars and as each star flickers a line is drawn between one to another and that line stays sort of glowing in silvery light and then another and another and another, another no, until this image is formed this almost constellatory moving image is formed, the, the images change and flicker as Bikestar sort of sh- commands them to, and these pictures are depicted of <clears throat> moving pictures of people gathering, and it's mostly not people that you interacted with on in uh, Uthavanan, it's people that look a lot like Highland here, sands the horns. Just people, human beings, varying sizes, some exceptionally small, some exceptionally tall. Things of the human, humanoid nature. There are images of them gathering around a fire in in skins and then the fire growing taller and little tents being built and then the tents almost growing fur and shingles as they become roofed huts and villages form, and you see people fishing, and you see a great wave washing over a set of islands. And as the wave falls away, more of those huts appear on the islands. And it's just images playing of growth, right? Of a, of a gathering of people. If the elves or the Elvenan were so far ahead, this is displaying something akin to a catch-up or a, a movement forward.
3: Kirahan right. did not create these beings. No, I don't believe
0: he did.
2: So where did they come from?
0: They were there. They came from themselves. What do you mean? You let the images drop for a moment. We spurred life onto the planet and let it run. That is how far some of them choose to move. Mm. And it seems they are gathering. This is not why I called you. They were already beginning this last you left in pieces. There is one particular growth of them that I have been listening to as closely as I can. He washes his hand and a couple more of those stars expand outwards to Form this gaseous image of a village. Distant, almost like you're looking at this monochromatic, wispy image of it from afar, that lies on a coastline and across some islands. They call it Brighthorn. From what I can hear, they have chosen to settle there and grow there. And until late, I have felt strong devotion from them. And it is only recently, in the years through which you traveled, that a piece of that has gone missing. I do not know where it has gone.
3: When you say a piece, do you mean metaphorical or metaphysical? I don't know.
0: There was worship coming from them, and there still is, but not nearly as much.
3: It is a matter of quantity, then. So it would seem. Hmm.
2: Is it worship for you?
0: No. No. No one worships no, it is worship, or was worship, in part to someone unclear, but all to the Crucible. Mm
1: -hmm. It
0: empowered us all, I think, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it is some of that that has fallen away, and I do not think our mother has noticed yet.
2: So, well, next time we go down there, you just want us to check it out and see?
0: Yes. The ley lines are shifting. I fear something is coming, and I believe it will start in Brighton.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. <clears throat>
3: it is. please. If none of the crucible goes down much, besides Kirahan to speak with the elfin kind, perhaps these humans are unaware.
0: No, they knew. Whether they knew of us by name or nature, or they worshipped what we represent, Mm. they knew of us and they chose to believe that we held sway it would seem some of them do not anymore. And if it was some small modicum of praise that had gone walking, it would have been no concern of mine. But it is the weight with which, or the absence of the weight, that I feel from there that troubles me.
2: I just need to make a quick pit stop um, where I'm residing, and then I could go down. I would like watching. to go down as well. Great. You should. Fantastic.
3: You smell like them. Thank you? I, yes. Was that a compliment? No. Regulus, no. <laughs> my Just a fact. Right. Why, why does nobody know of you, you say? Because, down there, and yet you watch them. I watch anywhere I have traveled. But you have not traveled there.
0: Not to its surface, but I have traveled to the realm in which the globe spins. I was born in this realm, so I watch those who live there. That, that is what this space is is tethered to everywhere I discover. And I suppose they do not know of me there because I am of no concern to them. Not in the way they think.
3: You ask me what I am made for? Mm. What are you made for?
0: A good question. I am made for the in-between. Spaces like this. Passageways from spaces like this to each other. I was made to keep track of the things my brother leaves out.
3: That's what they tell me, at least. And if they are my siblings, are you my... Uncle?
0: They are all siblings.
3: One way or another. Well colour me confused.
4: You don't have to think about it so literally.
3: <laughs> I like how your character <clears throat> doesn't know a lot of things, but does know a like, turn of phrase. <laughs> turn of phrase in like, medical color me. Case. me <laughs> like, what part of the brain <laughs> does that come from? Right. And why is it not linked to memory? Deep, deep down, baby, yeah. <laughs> it's muscle. It's muscular. That's all I have is muscle.
0: <clears throat> Before you leave this place, I have something that may Pretty help now. if you choose to look into any of this. I cannot see from this distance I cannot see the exact points of all of it but there are four faces that the stars continue to show and they're all down there holds a hand up the purple lights flicker and the illusory stars form a face looks to be someone with traditionally feminine features uh Angular facial structure. It's mo- again since it's made out of starlight, right? It's mostly monochromatic. Mm-hmm. These images. You can tell hair tightly pulled back, and the entire face is made up in what is clearly some kind of like uh, it's like skull face paint. Ooh. Like there's white paint for the skull shape and blackened paint covering everything else.
3: Do you recognize this figure?
0: Uh, no. Cool. No. I, I, unless. Yeah, I don't think well we'll see, we'll see. This one you definitely don't recognise. Cool. One. Then Vikstar flickers the fingers again. The light shifts, or the illusory light shifts, into the face of a a child. A young girl, it seems. A child. No. <laughs> a child. <laughs> Damn. Vine makes his come back once again. <laughs> once again. It'll never will uh, never leave. We'll keep it we'll keep it alive. Uh, you can't tell mo- anything notable about them, like hair color, or, or any- that you can only see them from the head up, so there's no identifying clothing, but their face seems like scrunched up in some kind of pain. Two. The fingers flicker again. The lights shift to uh, another visage. It's uh, one of the-, the floatier elves, the Ur-Elven, as opposed to the N elven um, again they're sort of not quite as sharp features but just like sloping pointed features of the OLven elven. Um, short cropped hair uh, wearing some sort of a circlet that ends in two small ang- like antler antlers up at the front yeah so that two
3: or three, three? two, that was, two. That, oh, sorry, that was three that was, that was person 3, three. two's the child two's the child the we got, child. and then so they say
0: three, and then the fingers flicker one last time, and the image shifts to a like an older man, a, a considerably older man, leathery facial features, uh, slick back hair, and a long, presumably grey or white beard by the color scaling here. Uh, the only other notable feature that you can see through the beard here is a pendant right about here, Uh uh, that ends in the shape of some sort of metallic horns curving downwards. Gotcha. Four. I do not know who these people are, but it is these four who hang in the balance, and it is them who threaten to change the course of the future, if I am correct, of course. If you find yourselves inclined to, and you choose to see things on the ground there, I ask you to investigate, but do so discreetly, very discreetly. If La finds that her precious worship has gone missing so swiftly and so greatly, I fear a severe reaction.
2: I am nothing if not discreet. (coughs) You can count on me.
1: Good. I would hope so. The picture of discretion. (laughs) (laughs)
3: a picture that changes depending on who looks at it. (laughs)
0: Good. Well, thank you for obliging my thoughts. I would speak in cloaked terms if you are to speak of this while on the hearth. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You will find that our thoughts are not our own exactly on that in our home there.
4: When you say that, do you mean our spoken aloud thoughts? Or thoughts
0: in general? It is a shared space for us gods. And in turn, it is us gods who end up being shared. Understood.
2: Right? Good. I'm not
4: the hive mind.
0: <clears throat> then I will open the gate again it's just a simulation and you may return and if you need of me I will be here f- for a- for now
2: come by any time
0: if I am here then I will let you in Okay.
2: come by my place any time you want
0: I will I have not yet been, that would be good
2: just not right now because I've got something I need to Take care of, but then. Good. Once it's
0: done. Be careful who you let in, though. Um. You are at your most potent in your own home, but also your most exposed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't, didn't like the word choice. Potent? But okay. <laughs> that is all. He
0: just holds his hand up like this, and a thin line of purple light appears sort of bleh, off to the side of him that opens up into a rounded archway of purple light. You will find your way back to Alterhold through there. Alterhold? Did I say that right? Am I, do I have my own nose?
1: <laughs> Hello? Yes, oh. did say. Did I nice. I oh, no. <laughs> need <laughs> my own blood?
3: Nobody makes
1: me need my own blood. I'm um, in danger!
3: Okay! Are you guys
0: hanging out like any thing. longer? Or are you heading heading back out?
2: It's been a been a pleasure. I will see you later. Of course. Let's go.
3: I'm mean? like just kind of like taking in the stars, just like trailing behind for a second. Okay. If you're the one trailing behind,
0: as these three walk out the door of light, you would like see Vixta here sort of take another look at you, nod to themselves. Then completely, the, the gas that forms them expands all the way. Before he goes. <laughs> he's, he's not going anywhere. Oh, he's just changing okay, shape. Okay, okay, okay. So oh. he, the, the gas that he's formed with expands <laughs> no. to cover and veil the entire space. So everything looks like it's wreathed in thin black smoke. You're inside of him now.
2: Uh.
3: Once, you all go through. <laughs> oh, God. I, don't wanna, I just don't want to. I mean, are you all all
0: gone through, yes? Yes. Yeah, so it's just you and the the smoke. And Pop Smoke, yeah. (laughs) No. Vikestar, is it? It is. And the voice, like, echoes throughout the room more, as if you're standing in a subwoofer.
3: This is a safe space to speak? It is. This... Mother, you tell me about. I have not met her. You have. Does she know of me? I would
0: rely on such a thing. So you don't know?
3: Not for sure. And... If I wanted to ask questions to you, while I'm there, how do I speak with you, connect with you?
0: One of the illusory stars, even through the blackened veil, glints very, very brightly, flickers, and then it looks like some of the black smoke was almost drawn towards it. There's a little flash of light, and this thing floats down. It's about the size of a golf ball, and it's almost like a, a replica <laughs> what? It's just golf is invented. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, you know, further for further, further, us. Okay. Further. Yeah. <laughs> for your this healing is coup, mate. A golf ball. May it improve your tea. <laughs> uh,
3: may your uh, tea times always be right uh, on time. So
0: it it's about the size of a, a real-world golf ball, and it's got a lot of different points. It almost looks like it's a a, a child's like carving of a star, right, this bristled, spiky little ball, mm-hmm. but it is made out of black glass. Use this. It is what all those whom I would call my agents elsewhere receive. Not that that is what you are, of course.
3: I just will have questions and you seem like somebody who has specific answers
0: more often than not those answers themselves are questions but one's worth knowing you said you do not know what yet you are for no keep it that way as long as you can I will be waiting on your call.
3: And one more thing. I have, and I hold up, and, like, my, of, like, kind of, like, almost, like, light congeals. And it creates almost, like, a wooden symbol of, like, a carved hand, a very basic carved hand with the circlet around it, my symbol. Mm -hmm. Um, this is mine. What is yours?
0: Through the. the I'll show me mine, show you your yours. All I can see is David Tennant over at the end. I'll show you mine, show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> Dark <Lord. laughs> the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord. Crouch. Yeah. Junior.
1: <laughs> Hello, Father. Um, <laughs> Hello, Father. <laughs>
0: Ministry of Magic, friend of the show. Uh, yeah. Well, right. Um, The illusory stars again glow through the. The black sort of veil to reveal a diamond in almost black gloaming light. A diamond with a sphere of the same material in the middle of it.
3: Sick. <laughs> Dope tag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I vibe with it. Um, well, Vikesar, thank you for your time and your advice. I should join our siblings. Yes. Take care, Fresh God. <laughs> yes. And I zoop through the hole. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. Take so care, the
0: three God. of you <laughs> appear in this room first, and only moments later, it seems, seconds, if that. Uh Highland appears through this this gate of light. And you are in a another, almost a parallel version of the of Starkeep, right? But instead, this one does not have any windows or windowed rooms. It's this oval-esque, stout room. It's much, much wider than it is tall, uh, of sort of twinkling, dark grey stone, some marble-esque. Um, and then throughout... Ringing the wall here, because there's nothing else in this room. Um, there are a bunch of identical archways of light. Um, the only thing that's different about each of them is the color with which they glow. A much bolder rim, and then a much lighter version of the same color throughout. And I believe, if I'm <laughs> if I'm doing my uh, my counting right, there is one. Sorry, no. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are ten doorways at the moment. And each of you feels pulled towards one of them, specifically. You feel like almost as if it is like you'd left something behind when you look at the door.
2: I have to go check on my place, my Room, uh, domain? I have
3: have a, have a question before you go, please. Yes. We were created? Was not all things created. Yeah, but like, who, who, who made us?
2: I think that's a different answer for each person.
3: Okay, that is actually more of an answer than I expected. Seemingly, you are of the planet, for I have not seen one of your kind elsewhere. Perhaps Mm -hmm. you were made by something there. We've had other divine beings that we've met, one being a small rabbit that previously was mortal. Am I a rabbit? No. Do you know what a rabbit is?
1: Um, I think so.
3: They're small, furry creatures that you capture and eat.
1: Hmm. Are you those things?
3: Hmm. I'm um, probably not most of them. Also, we have a we have a mom, a mommy, a mother.
2: Um. In, in the, the, the loosest of terms, yes. Very loose. Think of it like, without La, we would not exist, but does that mean that sh- she created us directly?
3: So La's the chicken, where the egg? Mm,
2: sure, what's a chicken?
1: A
3: little bird.
2: Oh, excellent. <clears throat> I think, as we go along, maybe some things might become clear to you.
3: Yeah. Sounds I kosher. Yeah, no, it sounds good. I like it. The light
0: on the ceiling sort of glows a faint like gold-yellow. <laughs> Did you call for me? Oh,
2: oh shit. shit. No, 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 no.
0: Who there? Yeah. do you recognize that you recognize that voice La, la. <laughs> mama la 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 madre yeah
1: madre mia. it sounds
0: echoey and distant and sort of like distorted but it's definitely la no. Um, no
2: we're just going i'm just going to show everyone my domain go back to bed thank you, thank you. mom do
3: call if you need assistance children everything's fine we're fine we're okay, how you are you, you? The light just fades. <laughs> so light, weapons malfunction. Why do I picture Cher?
1: <laughs> I oh my god, it's Cher! Oh my god, it's Cher!
3: Does that mean, if, if, okay, since, oh
1: boy, oh, oh no.
0: So now do we, do we cast the Crucible with only, like, 80's era movie <laughs> I mean,
3: who's, oh oh does, does that mean Uro's Sunny?
2: No. What? Mm. No. No. This is this is a conversation Uru, for the Discord. Uro isn't.
3: Uro is not a personified thing. I don't think. I don't know. No. If
2: can... Like in Encanto, Uro would be the house. <laughs> oh, so
1: ah, yeah. Yeah. that helps. Yeah,
0: Damn it! I get that reference. <laughs> I can use using Encanto for everything I now. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the light the light fades. Just so you Uro the the doors here. Um, as I said, each of you feels drawn to a specific door and a different door for each of you. Um, the first, what, five doors are in a row. You just stepped out of uh, of the third door here before each of you starts feeling some kind of way about the doors on the right side of the room. Um, but on this side, there is one that's, uh, what, it's yellow, or rather like orange. There's an orange glowing door, a golden glowing door, a purple glowing door, the one you just stepped out of, uh, a red glowing door, and a green glowing door. After that, there is a like the midnight purple colored door, which you feel quite drawn to. There is a uh, like a silvery colored door, which none of you feel any kind of way. Hmm. There is an iridescent door that you feel particularly drawn to. Uh, there is a like very deep almost like crimson rust colored door that you feel very drawn to and there's a cerulean door that you feel drawn to it's like a like a sea green nice
4: the cerulean gym. So, I think I, made <laughs> <way to laughs> I city. may have,
1: I may have missed the <laughs> door in there somewhere <laughs> but <laughs> Do you want
2: to come with me? Or I can take care of this on my own and... Actually, no, can you please come with me? I'm just a little... scared. Yes, I know, oh my god.
3: What's... What's your... What's your room like? I guess we can go find out. Yeah, you yeah. can come with me. Yeah. Experience is good to be experienced firsthand.
2: Yes. That is typically how experiences go.
3: I don't read out of books.
4: I don't think I've ever (laughs) seen
2: And neither have we.
3: Fuck. You have selective amnesia. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) it's our deceased (laughs) movie. Selective oracular ability? Like, who's to say? Who's to say, never can tell.
2: Welcome to the afterlife. And I motion for you all to walk through.
3: Are you
0: going through? First. I'll go I'll go
3: first. Okay,
0: so you've come out one of these doors of light, <laughs> and you're going right into another one. So, like midnight, midnight blue purple it's like one. Can we do an episode? Um, so, and this is what I'll ask for each of you as we see each of your prime domains for the first time. There are some things that, that I know are there, but it's also you as gods. It's your own like divine spaces. So I'll also ask each of you what you guys think, how what you feel about this space. So I'll ask you first, Ishdava, if you have any thoughts as to how your prime domain, this portion of the afterlife, is, what it looks like.
2: So, uh, to a mortal, they're going to come to what Ishdava has now experienced as the the tree, the main tree. So, like in a good place. The good great. place. The how there's a waiting room. When a mortal first enters, they are at that entrance into the tree. But it instead of it being like back lit with foliage and stuff, it's just the great expanse of space. Mm-hmm. Like you like,
3: just stepped
0: out of the window in Starkey. Exactly, right?
2: yes. Um and then there are several doors that they can choose that all mean something different. But then if we go through one of the doors out, it leads to what would essentially be like my private quarters. But it's really just the top of the tree, open air to the expansive space. And there's not really like a bed or anything because I haven't really Mm like I have an exp- I think I model the afterlife to what I've experienced yeah. in Regulus Shifts. so that will continue to grow as they grow but so far what I've seen is like, the tree yes and so that's what's going to be there
0: great absolutely okay and that's how it presents to non non-mortals entering as well yes okay so it's like the space the expansive space and some sort of maybe basically invisible bordering to that that comes together to this grand tree in the middle, mm-hmm. as these, and then the doors. Mm-hmm.
2: Of and the branches kind of like envelop the space, so there's kind of like this, like idrisil, um, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they they spread out over the top. They yeah. spread underneath. Love yeah. it, absolutely love it. So, as you all enter, this basically we can even call it that. We can as if that's you know heart of God down there. This is basically the afterlife imagery of the world tree, right? You see this world tree here in the middle. The door, uh, these doors, are they doors of light or are they just like actual like doors of wood as you would find with Venon?
2: Two gods, doors of light. Two so mortals, the souls,
0: doors. doors. Great. So there there's these doors off there, the, the world tree in the center and there are a bunch of souls meandering through here whether they're going into doors, coming out of doors, arriving as if they were step, like walking up steps from nowhere into this space. But the one big notable thing I guess it's two, a twofold thing. As you guys enter here, there's no fanfare or anything. Nobody immediately, none of these souls that are wandering around here seem immediately drawn to your presence. In fact, like they see that it feels as though they can't see you at all. For now. The thing that does notice you is the thing that is standing just off of what, the side of the, the tree here surrounded by a small group of souls who seem to be clamoring around it, maybe even whispering to it in some extent, is a large, pale, silvery, purple stag. With two huge, like what once were fractaline antlers, that have now been smoothed out and gilded in silver, reflective silver, with a great white disc floating in between them. Where two mouths were, it's now been joined into one almost alien-like smooth head with these great knowing dark eyes set into, what, six of them set into the head? And as you guys enter the space, this stag just looks over towards you. It then tilts its, cranes its long neck down to the souls around it. It does something, and these souls, these spirits just disperse. From it wandering off to doors as this stag f- like prances in slow motion over towards you guys before it comes to a halt right in front of you it's bright moon-like light emanating from in between its antlers and it bows its long head down towards you Ishdava.
3: You good chief? I just imagine you know like the videos of the deer and the elk screaming? I imagine <laughs> it doing that and going his face!
0: (laughs) Made (laughs) sense. Great, great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think this was it. Hello?
0: It cranes its neck back up to you, and you guys can't hear it, but you can. This, like, and it obviously doesn't have a mouth anymore, so you just hear this voice in your head. Hello, madam.
2: Um, I don't. I put my hand on its.
1: schnoot. Boop! You yep. boop the snoot. <laughs> I boop the snoot. snoot. The universal sign of good blood.
0: You boop it and the moon glows brighter. Its <laughs> antlers, like, reflect more.
2: I don't mean to sound rude, but, um, can you explain to me how. You are here and what you are
0: Madam <laughs> I am as I am made in your image I am Krana, Prince of Twilight
3: uh, that one for the list
2: Bish where's Link
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and thinking about what Um, Vikestar asked, Hylin, what are you made for?
0: I carry the end of the day as it is bequeathed to me. And I will ferry those who cannot ferry themselves once they have ended their term in the summer lands. Thank you. Thank you, madam. It, is a pl- it like takes one of its forelegs and sort of bends it underneath itself as it bows further. A pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> on that day we <laughs> arrived on <laughs> the planet.
1: <laughs> um,
2: do you need anything from me We'd, in this space nothing. that no, is no. sacred?
0: Not at all. Nothing. Other than your presence itself and your guidance as all in this realm would wish of it.
2: Thank you, and I give them a good boy pat.
0: (laughs) Shakes the head from side to side. Is there anything you require from the world below on my next venture?
2: Is there anything we require?
3: Reconnaissance?
2: If you see anything suspect,
3: I, are you talking to the deer?
2: It's... Uh, this is the Prince of Twilight.
3: <laughs> it turns to you and it
0: just, like, pads over a little bit and just butts its head onto your shoulder. Krahna. Yeah. So it's,
3: it's, It speaks to you. Rub on the
0: schmute. Yes,
2: I think I have inadvertently <laughs> made right a thing. child. <laughs> uh, no,
0: I don't think so. It doesn't. It doesn't,
3: doesn't. remember me beating it senseless. We can know that it
0: certainly doesn't seem I didn't mean to. it was an
2: accident and we are not going to tell Aldwin about this
3: I'm sure Aldwin knows No No I don't think he does
2: I'd like to believe that I'm a blind spot in Aldwin's gaze
3: Um I was just thinking The deer uh, is not though Fikestar, Star sorry continue He does not know what happened to the deer he did say that Wait, did you guys? Does the deer only stay in your domain?
2: No. Um.
3: Did you guys kill the deer?
2: (laughs) No. We. Good boy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So looks around. This deer is chill.
2: Yeah. This deer might be more intelligent than Highland. Probably (laughs) (laughs) very much is. (laughs) I
1: think it was before. (laughs)
2: We um, shut it down, in a way, and then I brought it back, and that's how... What do you
3: speak of, madam?
2: Just how you were created. Similar to actually how I was created.
0: Most intriguing. So it is similar, then, to the rabbit?
2: Yes. With every death, there is life involved in it as well. Indeed, does
0: the rabbit know this?
2: Uh he's coming to terms with it. I would say.
3: I will tell the rabbit. I do not hear both sides of this conversation. Oh.
1: <laughs> again, this I actually world.
3: don't even know if you're speaking out loud. <laughs> oh, this I am. This has been an awkward. This oh. s- is oh. a one-sided. <laughs> it's been a very one-sided well, <laughs> conversation. I've been rabbit. trying to figure Could out. Could you tell uh, the midnight. what you're doing? Are you telling the deer stuff?
2: Uh huh.
4: Could you be more forthcoming with what you're talking about? Um,
2: uh, he has questions. Everything is great. I'm so glad you're here. These are my siblings, Siblings. and we are at your disposal.
0: On the contrary, madam, tis I who am at yours.
2: you may go about your duties. I will see you later.
0: Of course, madam. And it does the like the leg buckle bow again before it stands up on its six legs, turns around, and <laughs> glides back over to the the uh, the souls, who you can see the souls all mm-hmm. can where they can't see you guys right now. They can see Krana. And they all hand it these, like, little, what look initially like bundles of light, like they're made from the souls themselves. But as the bundles of light get passed and almost absorbed into Krana, in that moment of transition you can see they look like little, like, wound up scrolls or pieces of parchment. That a bunch of these spirits are handing to Krana. It's making its rounds.
2: Sure. Do I know inherently what they're doing, or do I need to ask?
0: Uh, I would happily take a uh, Ishtava check.
2: Ishdava check.
0: So each of you are gonna have something similar towards this. Do um, I get
2: advantage at all, or no? Yeah, you do. You it's do? the
0: same thing as the uh, the it's like the, the funky wisdom save. Yeah, it's like oh. being mm-hmm. awareness mm-hmm. of like what you what's happening mm-hmm. in your domain when you're not exactly present.
2: I mean, it's it's it's. Fuck all. Sixteen.
0: Sixteen. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you can't tell exactly when or why this started, but you're fairly certain that this is what this act is—a spirit handing or passing along a message oh. to Krana, or rather, passing a message for Krana to deliver. Mm-hmm.
2: Krana. Do you take those messages to the mortal world?
0: Would that be a bad thing? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, while you're
3: not if
1: you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: while you're down there delivering those messages, um, would this you is mind Keep.
0: <laughs>
1: we <Ow>, should
2: <it's laughs> <a> beat them. <death. laughs> Would you mind um, keeping an eye out for four individuals who we're looking for? Um, and I describe the four individuals. The four, the four
0: faces. To the best of my ability and the ability of my kin, madam, it shall be done.
2: Thank
0: you. Of course. May I be excused?
2: Absolutely. And it. Can I go now?
3: <laughs> it
0: then does it one last round of the spirits before it picks up the pace and glide-gallops again, but upwards and then down, almost phasing through into the wider expanse of space.
2: Fantastic. We have a couple um, inspiration redemptions that are Ooh. happening over here. One for Nevrek and one for- West
3: side of the table.
2: Woodrow's patron, Himbo.
0: <laughs> okay. What about west side of the table? Uh, so I think you feel- Because they are normal. Especially in touch with whatever it is that you're made for, Highland uh, in scritchling Krama, there's something about that. There's something about this divine
3: being and you giving it a scritchel right. that just like both kind of bovine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is something so like fine? With the growths, they're are like very similar uh, genuses. Deer and uh,
0: cattle. I mean, through through the specii separation there, you find some divine inspiration for yourself. Nice. Uh, I boosted the snoot. And, Neverek, what is your, have you rolled again today? Oh, it is a new. It is technically, oh. rest, it's a new day. right? What are you, are you, are you, what are you, what are you, are you feeling? Are you Getting sad boy? Have we
2: explain that to the chat and to the people listening, what he um, has to roll for?
0: I will leave that to Drew, if Drew wants to explain it. Fear. Oh, fear. okay. No. <laughs>
2: everyone's <laughs> afraid of the afterlife.
3: I just gonna walk around like, oh, I mean, guys. I think there's something, you know, <laughs> oh,
0: with oh, basically Rick. fear oh, geez, as a, an overlaying emotion, basically converting into hyper-awareness and yeah. being saying vigilant. There's something about having optics on this side of the equation that is inspiring towards you, so you get that. Scoob, inspiration. Well. I
2: see dead people. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: like, Scoob, the dead are all around me. Um <laughs>
2: Uh, Okay. Welcome to my home. What do you think? Tell me. So, dead things come here, and I let them stay. I'm thinking about giving them a way to go back, but then they have to like drink this thing that makes all of their memories and who they are disappear so that they're fresh for the next cycle. And then anything that was super prominent stays with them deep down and can help guide them. That's my idea. It's still in, you know, a workable area, so if you have ideas, let me know. Not a lot of people have died, yet, or things in general. Hmm. But I like the idea of a cycle. I like the idea of, like, with death there is life, it's just where, or when. Neverick, you have a lot on your mind.
4: When we left, time had passed. Uh Uh-huh. How much time do you think?
3: Can you check for certain people here? Likely a couple hundred years.
2: I look around at the people here. How many, judging by the people who are here already, do you think? In this space
0: or in the space beyond the doors? All well, park numbers.
2: like thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> in this space.
0: In this space alone, thirty-two. There are number. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people. A lot more than I'm there sorry. were.
3: Sixty-two.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, when you left, this had just started. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not in its opening stages anymore. Okay. And with I think your native, like, uh, your native awareness to what goes on in your realm, a lot of people have passed through here.
2: I'm saying a couple hundred years. I think uh, when it's right.
3: So like. Four people? Five people?
2: No. Abre. <laughs> your Ojos. <laughs> did you
3: just invent Spanish? I did.
0: You can understand all languages. It's not absurd to think that you just can it one. That was way funnier than I right to be. So people. Use! <laughs> Your eyes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can't count. So you forgot how to count, but you know you know phrases, you know what books know. are.
0: Um,
1: he, has, um, he has Beyond convenient the doors, ideas. I'm not so sure. <laughs> convenient convenient I'm still
2: deciding what each door means. Some of them it's are, are like, if you were really great, you go there and you can hang out until I've decided, okay, time you go back.
3: (laughs) Get the fuck out of my house.
2: (laughs) Others, I'm worried, because not everybody's so nice, and I'm worried, should I treat the not so nice people differently? I'm not sure.
3: Are you not worried that, in sending them back, you would therefore, erase their mortality? No. All things considered.
2: No, because they won't remember dying. They won't remember being here. They have to, they have to, I'm I'm working on something that's going to erase everything. They have to give it up.
3: But it is still the same ship.
2: It's the same... Theseus' ship. It's the same... Like... Skeletal structure. But it might not manifest itself in the same way that it did... Before. I'm still working on it.
4: So... You send them back but they're completely different yet they remember an old part of them. No. They're the same.
2: No. They they give up everything for a chance at another go at it.
3: So it is their choice to go
2: back. Yes.
3: Hmm. But they still keep things with them?
2: Perhaps if something is very strong within their soul, or the, the spark that Uro gave them, if that is strong enough, then it might come out, but it has to be very strong. Otherwise, they'll just go on to live another adventure. Hmm. At least that's what I'm doing right now. It could all change, I could all, I could become a tyrant.
3: I like it. I don't, I mean, this is your house. Uh-huh. I don't, a Crib. your crib, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if punishing your children is necessarily the best way for them to learn.
2: How am I punishing them? Well, you
3: mentioned a bad place.
2: No, I did not mention that. You, you I said I'm not sure what to do with people who are not so nice. Why, will they listen to me? I'm new and untested, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I don't know, sorry. I have a new brain.
4: I think that gives everyone equal opportunity to learn to make better choices if they continue to be able to learn. But those who refuse to learn, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: that's where it gets tricky. They're right out.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm still working on it. There are doors here that nobody's gone through yet. So I have time to decide what those are for. Maybe one of them will be for like like a sauna.
0: Hmm. I will say here, Ishtava, just for the sake of saying it, that while standing actually physically present in this room in your more mobile form, you feel, and I say this in the best way possible, you feel untethered. You feel vaguely limitless in this space. You feel like, though you're standing here and talking to your family your relatives Mm -hmm. you can you can exactly right you can see what's happening pretty much every everywhere as if your brain was a cctv network that you could flip through and look at all of them all Mm -hmm. of the time you can hear conversations but it's all filtered through you are running your own puppet show here and you have enough hands to hold all of the the marionette Mm -hmm. strings, right? Like you feel absolutely omnipresent in this space. Even though you're still focused here, Mm -hmm. any boundaries that you feel you might come up to, or you did feel like you came up against while realm-walking on Regulus, you don't feel that in this space. Okay. Even fewer tethers than you have while on the hearth or in uh, uh, Phylaxis or something like this is like, you feel like you are the space Mm -hmm. more than anything else.
2: I wave my hand and we are up on top of the tree Whoa.
0: just it, it's like it's i wouldn't even unless other than perceptive it doesn't even feel like anything oh. like there's just like a change and you're now no not, no longer where you were
2: in this book series i'm reading call uh in a court of thorns and roses slash mist and fury it's called the winnowing or you just like
3: i was just doing a bit
2: oh okay okay um great <laughs> i don't have anything particularly special to show you, but I do have this and maybe you'd appreciate it. And on, like, the, the, the edge of where the tree is, where we would be standing, there's not a wall, but there are stars floating that make pictures of our time down on Regulus. So there is one of the Guardian, with, like, what looks like a tiny, Unin going down to, to Hulk smash it Right. and then there's one of the heart tree with um, Kirihan as a bird and like little starry people around and then there's one of just like what Regulus looked like to Ishtava during the like descent into it and there's just like little vignettes that kind of Ring, the whole tree. It's kind like of like pictures, but without hieroglyphs. Yeah, or
4: like gifts. Hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs.
0: Yep. Hieroglyphs
2: on the tree. Exactly. Fuck. I
0: love that hieroglyphs, and that's exactly what these are, sort of branded there, on the actual trunk itself or within the leaves.
2: Um, it's actually like the leaves end and it is just like dark expanse space but it's almost like you could like there is some kind of invisible wall there.
0: Yeah, I'm right with you. Yeah, that these are like laced on basically. Love it. Love it. And it's peaceful as hell up here. It's quiet. It's distant. In the same way that Phylaxis felt separate this is a separate space right where you're all and for you obviously it's all I just described but you feel far away from the energies of everything else. Still connected to your other consciousnesses, of course, but distanced
2: by some. Did I tell you I carved this from the god sleep? It wasn't mine, originally. <laughs> I'm a rebel, Ooh.
3: That's cool. You carved it with like a s- stone? what did you carve it with?
2: With my will.
3: Oh. Still wrapping my head around the whole.
4: So, the limitless what? possibilities?
3: Yeah, I don't really
4: um, grasp it yet. That's what experience does for you.
3: There are limits. Like what? There are limits to all things.
2: You want to show us your room? Where's your domain?
3: Yeah, where do you rest? I... There's not much to show. Like a bachelor pad? Like, not a lot of things on the walls? Like a couch? It's a bachelor pad? I don't know.
2: This man's living six parallel (laughs) universes ahead of everyone else. Are you sure you haven't passed through here before?
3: No. I. This is all very new to me. I just... I have, like... Can I roll the insight check at this point? I have, like, <laughs> shadows of everything.
2: What if we took him to the Mind Bleed?
3: What the fuck's the Mind Bleed? Well, let me tell you. What is... Th-
4: it's <laughs> a... a pool of... sight. You can ask... and... It shall receive... maybe. Actually, I've only tried it once.
1: Uh, And as they're
0: describing this to you, Hylian, you can see it. You can see this place you've never been before. You can see this, like, blue-gray cave and this pool of mirror-like water.
3: Um, I'm interested, but I'm frightened.
2: Well, if you... It's okay to be scared.
3: If you want to... Maybe try and
4: remember something. I do. You can ask. I do. And it may show
3: you.
2: I take my hood off. What are you scared of?
3: I'm really confused because now you look like an island.
1: (laughs) I look like an island?
3: Your head is a... It's weird. It's like from Saga, the TV head people, but... Instead of a TV, it's, your neck is like a shoreline and you're a small volcano.
2: It's great. What are you afraid of?
1: (laughs) The island speaks! (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like where the sand, where (laughs) the and the water meets, it just opens.
0: The whole Tefiti is the thing from fucking Moana, like that, like sits up. Yeah, out of literally. The yeah. Tefiti's <laughs> hard. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know your
3: name. I think what well, we would all kind of be scared of.
2: The truth. Hello? Oh, the truth. The truth's not scary. Yeah, it is. Let's go. Um,
3: I thought we wanted to go see his room.
2: What do we want to do? Oh, we can your, see your room. room. Um, while we wait for Krana to tell us if if they found anything.
3: Well, I, I kind of want to go down before Krana gets back. Can we All go right. back down? I mean, you guys. I can go by myself, but
4: you can wait. It's not going anywhere.
2: <laughs> I think. You know when but we first... just came from there. When we first came here, though, we really wanted to go down, right? Yeah. So maybe we indulge.
3: Well, I wanted uh, this. This. Uh, we go to the mind bleed. That is such a scary name. It's not scary. It's like metal in a cool way, but also scary. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: It's like Do you down know for how many? <laughs>
3: By saying metal in that context, the implications are <laughs> infinite. <laughs> infinite. Infinite. <laughs> You are.
2: Hylan, because you're.
0: Maybe you don't need the mind bleed. You're yeah. referencing a movement that was based off of a genre of music. Which was named after a. What What you were giving me, Highland, is when the orcs say meets back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> because of what all of that implies <laughs> for weird. orcs.
3: Or when Han says, I'll see you in hell! It's so, like,
0: yeah. hang on a minute. I mean, that. No, no. Okay, brief sidebar here. That I can understand. Because maybe it's the, a long time ago there was some version of it, whatever. The, the idea of orcs having Bring a them. table service restaurant is always and forever going to be too much. And that is what you're doing, referencing metal and. Uh, Mate, back on the menu! That's boys. what it is. It's the same anachronistic well, nonsense.
3: Watch out.
1: <laughs> I'm
3: just yes? Uh, no. Highland. Yet. Highland. Highland. No D. Hi- sorry. Oh. <laughs> Highland. We can see.
2: Well, um just what time. do you want to do? I I feel like it's only fair to indulge in whatever you want to do because that's what we just did. I'm also kind of curious what's happened in a couple hundred years since we've been gone.
4: We can, I oh, I would like I just want him to get his mind together a little bit before yeah, we go. We can
2: toss you it takes a couple seconds.
4: Literally. I actually it might not even take seconds.
3: My mind is pretty powerful.
1: Yeah
0: right, but you don't remember anything.
1: Is clear, so it seems.
0: Uh, you haven't looked? Hmm. Kirihan has a
3: door to Kira a prime who? domain. Kirihan. Kira who? Well, who's Kirihan? I spoke to the DM. Can you hear that? Speech. Sorry, I'm dropped in man. <laughs> it's called acting. Great. <laughs> sorry,
1: forgive me for being fucking on my mark. He said you said I'm
3: dropped in. No, but actor six right now, okay
0: Second circle, baby. Yeah. Uh, God.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would say you When you go on tour. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, you're on tour. You're on trouble. Kirahana has obviously been on the half before, you just you don't yeah, go, yeah, yeah. you know where he's
3: now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to be the captain of this ship. You're not. You definitely are.
0: Jesus Christ. Savagery.
3: Right. Are we leaving this place? Do we need to do anything else here? But I would like to go to this
2: Mind Bleed. If you're comfortable with it, take them to the, the Mind Bleed. Then go down. Oh. See what Kirahan's been working on. You could maybe start a cult with me. It'd be really fun.
1: Wait.
2: And it would make it would make Mummy love very happy. Because if they're worshipping, yes.
4: That sounds.
2: Not a bad cult, like a fun one.
4: No, I, I mean that sounds interesting, intriguing.
2: Hmm. Aldwin might be a little pissed, but we're just going to pretend that I'm the blind spot oh. in his vision, and then we won't have to worry about it. I live
3: it. to piss him off. While you go to the Mindbleed, I'm going to see if Kirahan is in the hearth.
2: Okay. Meet us down by the big tubey thingy that sent us down to the earth. By Aldor. Yes.
3: You mean the family fun slide? (laughs) (laughs) You know, in uh, Fairly... Fairly Odd Parents, when in fairy world, there's just like a little rainbow that goes back down to earth. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it yeah. is that. It is that. Yeah, it's a literal rainbow. So, bridge. just for
0: my sake of mental operations, okay. who's going to the mind bleed right now? we gonna do a tray? Where are you going? You're going down to. I want to
3: go. I you want me to come with you. I'm not going down to the planet unless mm-hmm. because I don't want to do the whole. Like,
1: no.
0: So what do you rigmarole. what do
3: you want to do? Once I'm outside of, I want, I want to go back to the main room, the the starhold, starkeep, yeah. or altarhold with the doors. Um, starkeep. Okay. And then I want to try to figure out if I can just like sense if he's there. If he's there. Cool. So
0: one, two, three, break.
2: One, two, three, break. I you want okay. me to come with you. I... No? It does not. We'll meet you there, we'll meet you with Aldwyn. I wave my arm and went <laughs> right <laughs> by the door <laughs> to leave.
0: <laughs> okay, so, one group being taken by a starva down, you basically just using your, well, you'd leave together, but then you'd transfer up, because you're in somebody else's domain. But the group splits, so I'm gonna do Unan first, then the three of you in the mind bleed, with the idea that by the end of each of these moments, you're both grouped back up at the world beacon. Okay? So, Unan, having stepped out of the afterlife of Ishtarva's prime domain, you again mingle with the, with the hearth, travel back up to Starkeep. Do I understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. You summon your sigil, you merge with it, you disassemble into energy, and you travel through those fractals. But something's different this time. As the fractaline structures of your own energy travel upwards, instead of reaching Starkeep, they sort of leave the hearth briefly, or everything is pulled around you, and suddenly, instead of the hearth being where you expect to do or being standing in Starkeep, you're floating in the cosmos. And Regulus is paradoxically just right floating in front of you, the huge planet. And the huge planet then ripples this verdant, bright, crackling lime green with waves of iridescence and then completely becomes washed with that color and energy in a f- the form that you recognize as Uro. And in this crackling ball of energies ahead of you floating in the cosmos, it commands your attention and with another flash wipe of itself it turns back into Regulus but your consciousness zooms in through Regulus Prime's atmosphere, down to the the continent of Regulus itself, and over to its west side. You see the coastline, some shattered islands off the coast. You can feel movement and force, kinetic energy and the energy of people passing by other people and linking with other people. But your consciousness travels further towards the coast, approaching the coastline and sinking under the water into the depths of this portion of the ocean. And you sink, you sink, you sink, you sink, and you slow in the dark water, until something deep down ahead of you in the briny depths there, in the black-blue, glows green-yellow. There's a single oval, slitted eye, and the illumination from the eye displays some strange armored ridge work in a generally pointed, sloping fashion that this mm. eye sits on. It belongs to something. You do not know it, Mm -hmm. but it feels familiar. Familiar,
3: as in like...
0: Familiar. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And as this image under the water off of the west coast here just sits staring at you, there's one concept. I won't even say word, but there is one... Concept that emanates from this thing in the water directed not generally at something but specifically at you and your consciousness.
1: Come,
0: no. okay, <laughs> but that's what it says. Yeah, and it's as that image washes over you that your energy congeals and you are in
3: Starkeep. That was odd.
2: Uh,
3: Unin is suddenly... Like, forgets why he... Went up to Starkeep for a moment. Confused as to what has happened. Um, and then tries to... Figure out some way to find Kirohan.
1: Okay,
0: just sort of reaching out with your senses, generally.
3: Unless there... If there's not a... Wasn't there, wasn't there like, a hologram thing that the, the, shows the, the, the entirety, t- entirety of the hurt Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that table that you can access. And does it show, like, kind of how in... I mean,
0: right now, like, it's just... Like, Kids too. Yeah, it's just inert right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to
3: I'll, activate it. I'll, like, go place my hand on it.
0: Yeah, You place your hand on it, and the little hexagonal sounds sort of ripple, and then pulse rhythmically at your touch. Mm -hmm.
3: And I just, like, command it to show me where Kirhan is. Okay. If that's possible.
0: You ask the table of this, and the... All these hexagons rattle and rustle, and they rise up, and they connect and show what is a very crude, almost, like, Stick outline drawing of Regulus.
1: No. Okay. Fine.
3: Um. Great. Okay. Anything else you'd like to
0: do while you're in Starkeep?
3: No. I guess not. Okay.
0: Okay. Excellent. So, I assume then you'll be traveling down to yeah I'll the, go, the world um, beacon. Yeah. Excellent, so to the three of you, as you peeled off from, uh, from Unin here, as Unin traveled upwards towards Starkeep, the three of you merged with your sigils and traveled downwards into the world bleed. Once again, you find yourselves in this blue-gray stony cave, this cavern on that marble ledge with that concave mirror disk of water in front of you. It smells crisp and cold and clean this is the place
3: do I just dive in? I was dramatic the first time the phrase is extra
4: (laughs) you may not need to you can most likely just touch it
2: a toe finger just the tip
4: do you think if we touch it with him we'll see what he sees
2: I don't know La did evolution. say that it was only for one person at a time. Stand with me. So I think, and I don't want to tell you how to live your immortal life, I think you should maybe see if it will tell you where you came from. Yeah. And why you're here. Why, why Aldwyn? I must call him Heimdall. <laughs> essentially,
4: essentially, that's who he is.
2: Why? Aldwyn oh, no. brought you here.
4: By the way, he's a cook. He
2: just needs to loosen up.
1: Okay.
3: So I. Just... just wade into the water. you just step in? Yeah. No, like, no real... No,
0: just, like, from platform, like, as if you were just walking off, like, not even pencil diving, just dropping into the water.
3: Yeah, stepping in.
0: Okay, your you step, your foot touches the, the surface of the water, and there is that beautiful echoing... Bing! As that singular ripple shoots out across the water, creating that glowing rim around the edge of the, the mind bleed. And everything slows down for you. And for you now, for the first time, you can feel this an imaginary road diverging ahead of you. One where your mind and spirit wanders the mind bleed, and one where your body does. Which would you like to traverse? Party. Okay. As that almost subconscious choice locks in for you, the outer edge of the water glows and rises up further, and you drop in. Unlike neverick who stayed hovering above it, you watch Highland just sink like a stone into the water. Okay. However, for you, Highland, as you sink in, there's no like loss of breath. There's no change in atmospheric pressure or anything exactly. It's just dead silent and cold, and the movement is a little languid. Uh, roll me a perception check, please.
3: Nineteen.
0: Nineteen. Excellent. So you're sort of floating slash sinking in this water, sort of both moving downwards and not moving at all, all at the same time. And as you look around, if you look above you, you don't see the water's surface that you traveled in, that you just entered from. It looks like it's a continuous column of water upwards to a pinprick of some kind of silvery white light above you. And below you, it's the inverse. It doesn't look like it has, has a bottom, really, or any side walls. You're just in this expanse. Of water, it's lighter up top, darker in shape, gradients. The further it goes down, with no, nothing to stop it on any direction. For the two of you outside, you cannot see him under the surface of the mind bleed. You can just see this ring around it that tells you, if you've seen it before, as you both have, that the mind bleed is active. Where do you go on air? What would you like to do?
3: I just ask, who am I? What am I? There is no vocal response,
0: no swirling of water, or anything. Um, But a little flow of a current. Appears that sort of appears to be coming down from above you somewhere and swirling around you a little bit for it descends and almost twirls below you and down and in front almost, an exponential sort of curve that way. Okay. And it urges you. I follow it. Okay, you swim with this current, swimming deeper and deeper and deeper and the more you go, the, more, the easier it feels to move, less like swimming and more like walking. And this current seems to be leading you through this infinite expanse of water, but ahead, you can see what looks like a little underwater grotto, sort of emerging almost out of nothing, just there. But it, to you and you and your consciousness and your mind in this, in this pool, it doesn't seem out of place. I swim in. swim to the grotto, surface. You swim into the Grosso and up out of this water's edge that you sort of only appears because you expect it to be there. Uh, Roll me a d6. Fuck yeah. Uh, A five. A five? Okay. You see, uh, as you emerge, as soon as your head has crossed the threshold of the water, you find it hard to pull yourself any further. But what's ahead of you is sort of bizarre. You can see what would be a coastline and should be just a regular coastline, but it's bustling with activity. It almost from this distance, looks like a hive of insects to your mind initially before it registers as a huge settlement and a settlement that doesn't make any sense either. It One half of it rolls up what looks like a cliffside with myriad wooden buildings laced and latticed together, all this whole huge, almost city-like, shantytown-looking structure on the side of a cliff face that becomes more and more polished as it comes closer to the edge of the water where it tethers across what looks like a giant wooden bridge latticed with metal rods that connects it to this floating gemstone that really as you look at that is in and of itself some kind of ringed fortress okay there is something about this place that says something homie but it's also wrong as well
3: can I come closer and do I see people bustling you cannot come closer but
0: you can from where you are off the shore see people bustling because the only direction you really feel like you can move is down back below the surface of the water even though you're floating in open ocean it looks like can I listen you certainly can, roll me a perception check
3: Um, uh, that's a 14 Fourteen.
0: Yeah. I mean you can see people bustling everywhere absolutely everywhere like as I said it looks like an insect hive to the untrained old world eye and as far as listening to what they're saying as a god you now have the ability to comprehend all spoken languages but this is an advanced language you can hear hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of voices speaking and shouting and jabbering and phrases that flow like music, some mellifluous, some staccato and erratic, but there is rich, spoken conversation happening all across this cliffside city. What do
3: they sound like?
0: With a 14, it's not the most clear, but the closer sound, the sound of this, this like, Crystalline Fortress sounds mellifluous and high toned and uh, incredibly well worded. Like, it's almost too much for you. It's like a little, a little, a little much. Whereas, the this general conversation that you can gr- sort of pick up en masse from the cliffside city sort of feels as though you're standing in the middle of Times Square and listening. That kind of like up and down of cri- chatter.
1: Okay.
3: Um, after I take it in for a bit, just kind of, not memorizing, but just watching to get the vibe, I submerge.
0: Okay, as you submerge your head back under the water, you feel this, like, weird sloshing temperature shift through your back. As you, basically, as your head comes under the surface, it's like thinking with portals, or, you know, Portal 2 you find yourself almost backstepping back up onto the marble viewing platform. And for the pair of you standing there, you see almost like in one slow, like fluid rewinding motion, Hylan emerge and double back onto the, the viewing platform with you. And as you cross the threshold, that blue cylinder of light fades down into the pool and the ripple rewinds and retracts with you. And the glow dissipates.
3: Where did you go? First swim. Right.
2: What did you see?
3: Solid. City. Big blue crystal.
2: Maybe we should go down. Yeah. Maybe we should find that city.
3: I like that idea. I was just
2: about to say the same thing. Big blue crystal. Huh. Is... Karen?
3: K- Karen?
1: Karana. Krana.
3: Krana. Um, Krana. I would like mm. to speak
0: to the manager. <laughs> 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 the amount of people passing through this afterlife is
3: absolutely acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I need to speak to the manager.
3: Um, They don't belong in this afterlife.
2: Um, is Krana back from their adventure? No. No. Okay.
0: Unless you would like them to be of course. Would you
4: like to make one more stop somewhere?
2: No, I was just wondering if maybe um, what Krana's looking out for and the city that you were talking about overlap in any way. It could. I guess we get. We just have to go down and find out. Yeah. Right. We just think city with blue stone, and boom, you're there. I've seen it. So you know what, what it looks like. Yeah, it could help us find it. It's easy. You just think, and you're there. It's great. Let's go find Unith and Aldwyn.
3: And mm. Aldwyn. Your daddy. Mm. I don't know My if that's favorite. Correct, but sure. Okay, you're heading down to the world beacon. You guys arrive to a silence that you can tell has, like, settled. I mean... There, it, no words were spoken between you and Aldwyn. Alderman. not there. Oh. Huh?
0: Alda, it's just you in the room. You When you arrived first, mm-hmm. just empty thing with just the, the beacon there. And then, as you've been standing there for a f- few minutes, really, it's not that long, before mm-hmm. the first the sigils appear on the walls, and then from the sigils, these beings of light emerge <laughs> that then form into Nefric Ishtar, and Highland. Sawda. Hello. And the world be sits there, glittering.
2: <laughs> so, we found out that Highland might be connected to a town, down city. On, sorry. sorry. City in Regulus that has a blue crystal, blue crystal. Yeah, big,
3: big, big, big rock.
2: Um, on the coast somewhere, and we figured we might as well go down there and see how it's going and see if Kirahan's down there. Did you find him?
3: I I believe he is down there.
2: Do you need to talk to him about something?
3: There were a few things that we did not have the chance to talk. In due time. Like what? Who's Kirahan? He's
4: a god. They have a project that they're working on.
3: What? Kirahan has asked me to help with the elven kind that he's building. Or tinkering with and then nudging forward.
2: Do you like
3: it? I don't understand.
2: Is it what you want to do?
3: It is what I'm here to do. Is to assist.
2: Okay. Just wonder, because it seemed like Vikasar didn't really like what they were doing either. So I, I wondered if suggesting- you did as well.
4: That our will isn't free?
1: What do you mean? I don't know.
2: I think this is a conversation maybe for another time. Like, I like what I'm doing, but I get to interact with people.
4: Do you like what you do? I don't really do, it just happens.
1: Okay.
2: So, game plan, we go down.
3: Find the big rock.
2: Sure.
3: Maybe look for those four Beans Sounds good to me Um, Of the people Vikestar Described One was they, were These elder Races what, what are their names? What are they called? Uh,
2: there are A few elven, right? Um, with different categories
3: was there were they any of them
2: i don't know because he used stars to describe them oh
3: I so didn't know if you knew or not
2: did we look for the like identifying traits
3: this bunny you talk
2: about-huh
3: were they an elven then? Mm so. They were not. Are not. Okay. Just curious. Catching up.
4: Yeah, I think I they're th- their own thing.
3: A bunny? Right.
2: What do you know? You mean?
3: I think we'll find these individuals simply by their importance. If they seem to be so important and we'll have sway on what happens, therefore the people of the city around them then we simply follow the crowd.
4: Well, we must not forget he did, they did say incognito.
2: Yes, I was just about to say we cannot let them know that we're gods. You have to kind of disguise yourself as something that would not jar them. But you might be fine as you are. Just don't tell them you're a god.
4: No glowing and or anything. And try to like,
2: keep your powers in. Conceal, don't feel. Don't
3: let them know. C- could you take off your hood, Ystava?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I see the little cow and I turn into it, a small, not small, but I take the shape of that bovine being. Basically,
0: Highland humanoid presenting with horns, fur grows to fill in the space. The The nose and mouth sort of meld together into a
3: snout, feet become hooves. I turn back into my elven, drow-like yeah. visage.
0: The almost ur-elven, but not quite. A little different.
4: I do the same. The yep. blue isn't as bright.
0: Right, a little more subdued, a little yeah. more natural looking. But that cla- the, the urken kind yeah. of uh wings disappeared, teeth slightly protruding, third eye open, all that stuff. And what form is our god of the afterlife taking today?
2: Oh, so I started with the old crone person, and then I was. Hmm. Do I stay with that, or do I do something fresh, something new? Ooh. You want to be with mom? No. Okay. I'm going to be.
4: Starting a cult. Would you want to be similar to what you were before, or mm, yeah. appear as new?
2: Transform into the crone. Okay. Because I can just change whenever I want. Exactly. <laughs> you feel
0: like it. So you assume that old the old, crone again. It's a thing now. Uh, so we've got the <laughs> crone. Uh, I love the crone anyway.
1: <laughs> All right. The crone, the elf,
0: the orc, and the minotaur. Uh, what a group! Who is activating the world beacon?
2: I'll do it. Everyone get in a clump.
4: Before this happens. Is there a way to search for Aldwyn to
0: see where he might be? I wish, I wish. Uh, I mean you can t- search with your feelings, Luke. You I, I, I will do <laughs> one of those. I will do it. We shall Great, we shall okay. We shall We're only we shall basically be. just a uh, wisdom save. Reach out with your senses.
4: He's always with you. Search <laughs> your feelings, my son. Search, search
0: no your feelings, Search your feelings, Luke.
4: That will be... November. a dirty 20. No problem.
0: Yes, of course. No. He is me. Uh, you, with sort of like pinging that, it's, it's like in Dragon Age, you know, you click the stick and uh, like, the yeah, little treasure like, loot radar yeah, 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 goes out. Bleep. It's like that, but internal, right? You sit, sort of send your senses through the half.
3: Like the Odin sight. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly that. And you can feel him mm-hmm. somewhere tangentially connected to the half. He's not on the half proper, but he's somewhere lateral perpendicular huh. to Okay,
4: as we're going, I just want to, I don't know, send like some kind of signal that I'm on my way back down, just to him
0: though. Just to To Baldwin, yeah. Yeah, you basically, as opposed to just letting the ping be in your own sense, you let it resound off of Baldwin and you get a ping back. It's all very sort of metaphysical imagery, but I, you understand what I'm saying, yeah. right? You, there's a resonance back. Cool. That's all I'll say. Okay. You're activating the World Beacon. Mm-hmm. What is your, what, tell, talk to me. Tell me about it. What is are it? you instructing it? It's just literally a dais with a crystal coming out of the ceiling and a beam of light coming from the crystal. That's it.
2: World Beacon, take us just outside. Of the, it's not the heart tree, what the fuck is it called?
1: Uh, of uh Heart of God. Heart of, Oof,
2: heart of God. Namaste.
0: The big tree. The light just ever so slightly gets a green tint to it. You all stepping in?
1: Nah, fam. Shot Good chief.
0: You riding the wave? Let's ride that
1: one. Dude, ride
3: the wave, bro. Head first. You wanna do the honors?
1: Head first into the slow right? it's gonna Just vibes.
0: Just vibes. Gator! Get on! that <laughs> Somebody, please, please. Please send help. <laughs> <No>. Please. <laughs> uh, you uh, vibe-check the world beacon and uh, <laughs> meld with your greater consciousness, all four of you, as you Ascend and descend through space, becoming metaphysical energy yourselves <laughs> once again as you are beamed down as pure energy towards the planet, towards the giant blue expanse of Regulus and this ridiculous pangeatic continent in the middle of it, right back to where you'd been before. And that is where we're taking a break. Take a break, uh, Yeet. Uh,
1: uh, running running for
0: a long So let's come say. back around eight I... Let's make session.
2: a TikTok, so we'll see you soon. Get
0: oh, your God. snacks.
4: Get your use your bathrooms and do the thing. Do your thing. And don't don't shit your pants. And you
3: use your back. snacks and eat your bathroom. Right back. <laughs>
1: That? I
0: don't want to. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> uh, I hope you have your snacks, hope you have your drink, hope you went to the bathroom because we are jumping right back in to the world of Regulus Prime. So, the group of you just descended through the cosmos, mingled with your own super consciousnesses to then be reassembled from energy back into your physical realm walking forms on, uh, on Regulus, on the continent. Sense. Uh, you have found yourselves back just inside the tree line that forms the edge of uh, the clearing into the heart tree. However, the heart of God, Uthvenit, Uthvenan. Uth- nice, well done. <laughs> Had two for two so far. Uh, the, the 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 huge tree that forms uh, Uthvenan is further away from the tree line than it was last time. As you can see, even from within this tree line now, there are more roots protruding from the base of the tree and coming up out of the ground and forming little domiciles. And some of the roots you can even see tether to the actual forest edge itself, as you can hear and feel and see some activity within the forest. What I'm trying to describe here, Heart of God has expanded both the tree itself and the civilization which it represents. There is a buzz of activity around you. And when I say around, I do mean on the ground, like in the trees, there are little structures in the trees with you here. There are many structures all over Heart of God itself, but there are also elves and elvenarn of all kinds on little like platforms or mobile devices of some kind floating around the place too. The attire that you can see, at least from this distance, has improved some. Uh, There are consistent styles that you can see, uniformed um, fabrics have been tailored more. Uh, There's been progress. Considerable progress. But any further inspection than that,
3: any more details, uh, are going to depend on your own explorations. Was it like this when you came down before?
2: Yes and no, right? It was less. It has grown. But similar.
3: I find that to be an a description. All right.
2: Thank you.
3: Where's the water? Huh? In my vision I saw water, is this... I unha- don't believe I- we have gone to the place in which you had a vision, of which you had a vision.
2: I figured we'd go here because we know that at least last time we were here, people kind of, sort of knew we would come, and Kirahon might be here. Um, and and from here we can go look for where your city is. Okay. So.
4: I want to find Tamsin
2: Oh. Okay. Why?
4: I want to see how he's gotten along. If he's still here.
2: Maybe we'll find Kirihan, if we go in. Should we go in? Okay, let's go, everybody.
0: Okay, so you're venturing out of the tree line into the larger expanse of Heart of God now. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, as soon as the group of the four of you break through the tree line, well, let me ask, how stealthy are you being? Since you're disguised, are you just like walking through? or are you trying to like <clears throat> a- avoid sight from this civilization of people?
3: Unin is above the ground a little bit. Sure, but that's not it's a shock for,
0: for this particular city. Yeah. Some going them do that, anyway. Okay, well, then I will continue by saying that as soon as you break through the tree line and people up the tree, around here, in the tree line behind you spot you, people change. Anyone near you gets ex- like exceptionally prostrate and like down on one knee, does a head bow, and I'm gonna ask for all of you to roll me an, in- or oh, actually, what's your passive insight? 20. 20, Insight okay. is
2: 10 plus your, it today?
0: 10 plus your insight bonuses, well, that's so wisdom plus proficiency. Hmm.
1: 14.
3: 17. 17. Se- se- 17. Um,
1: 21.
3: Okay. Unan. I think you're
0: more focused on this growth because last time you were here, this was not necessarily the direction mm-hmm. that it was going in, like active expansion. The rest of you, the three of you, you notice that this reverence that the surrounding Elvenon people are directing towards you, it's specifically directed towards Unan. <laughs>
3: The one that can't isn't noticing.
1: That's perfect. Um sorrow. sorrow.
2: What did you do? I'm sorry. Um these people are uh worshipping you.
3: Oh. I am in disguise.
2: Eh It must not be a very good one.
1: Hmm.
3: Are you disguised the same way you were last time? I cannot... Oh. I cannot make a different... form. I think you can.
2: let's... Let's go... uh, Are you sure? ...closer in.
3: I am. I'm, I'm walking. Okay. You're
0: walking straight towards the big tree. Ah. Okay, so there are three main sections that you can deal with outside the tree. There are the, the like housing, or the, the, the like, Jesus. <laughs> three sections outside the tree. There are the roots that form a bunch of the private like homes and huts and living spaces for a lot of these, for many of the, especially NLVN. Um Behind that large portion of the lateral roots, there seems to be, uh, two other segments that you can see, not counting behind the tree, to the left there is something that looks like uh, an animal paddock or a farming area of some sort, and to the right looks to be some sort of like larger tented encampment with um, like gilded edges on all of the tenting, uh, and a symbol of like look, basically a gold antler that's been bent into a circle.
2: Do you remember that? I, I whisper in my non-old lady voice. Do you remember that? One of the figures is wearing a circuit, circlet that looks like that. Oh, yeah. They look like, <clears throat> is it similar? Kinda. I mean, yeah. this is
0: definitely, like, <clears throat> they're not the same thing, but it's evocative, I guess. It's like antlers that
3: were like facing down. That's the other one,
0: like that's, that's the pendant, yeah. the, the, third face that you were seen was wearing a, a gold circlet uh-huh. of some kind that had antlers coming up like this, little figurative antlers. Sure. Um, and this big tent complex wasn't there the last time. Of course, there's something clearly behind the tree, a section behind the tree that you can't see, and also, of course, the tree itself that functions as the basis of the city. So are we walking towards the entrance to Uthevenon? As through Ewa?
2: Ewa, uh, you want to find... Sorry, I forgot the name. Tamsin. We do that and then we quickly go... See?
4: If you I, want to help me, that's fine.
2: That's... As, uh, The God's Sleep is only one band, one sound. <laughs> it's the divine wisdom of the universe. One band, one sound.
0: Okay. And where are we going to start that? Oh, rock. Can I... Do a similar... Pinging thing?
4: That, yeah. Is that only a, a guy? No, uh, uh, can you I,
0: can certainly try. Okay, You can try and roll it like a, a. Attempts to ping. A loot destroys check. Destroys the entire. <laughs> just like levels it. Just, I'm gonna try to ping. What was that last ball. time? Uh, it's just a wisdom just save. 26! Well. 26? Yeah, you can, like fully send out the loot check ping and you get the sense that he is somewhere, or something that resembles Tamsin's essence, is somewhere within the larger, tented complex. I I know
4: his general whereabouts.
2: Let's go. Uh, After you. We should also
3: probably talk to, and this is Kyle forgetting the name. Overrun? Over- Overrun. Overrun, yeah. Overrun. Uh, okay, so then we Mike, w- Yeah. so this, Townsend. this was a, Friend from last time you were here?
2: Tamsin? Tamsin.
3: Tamsin. Was, a, Tamsin was a hunter.
2: They were the first. The first? No. That was somebody else. Tamson, somebody you met.
4: Tamsin is the hunter that I hunted with. The Tamsin is the. the being we came across. your. child now. Hmm.
3: I. with. I understand so. your reason for wanting to meet with him, then I also think it is important that we speak with of Iran
0: I agree. Okay, so you venture first to the right towards the tent, the large tent with the, the symbol being pinged. Okay, as you're moving, people sort of move out of your way. Uh, and you have to go through a passageway that's been carved through the large bulging roots that some of the houses in to get to the tented segment. And as you do so, you can hear them sort of whispering a little bit in Elvish. It's hard to hear without actively trying to hone into what they're saying, but they're definitely talking about you to, to one another while still in this respectful pose. And again, I note, to you that this version of Elven is now much more definitively Elven than it was before, and all of them are speaking it. It's not just the sort of like the gist of communication, they're all actively communicating with language. But they leave you be, they let you sort of you form a ripple as you move, they ripple around you and then go back to some version of what they were doing before uh, as you pass by, leaving them in your wake. But you cross through these, under this large root, you can see, when you pass under it, the inside of the root has been hollowed as well. So not only are there domiciles on the outsides of the roots nestled into it, but there are, like, hanging houses on the inside of the root system as well that glow with the sort of glittering opal cambrium of the tree, and the whole thing has been inhabited now. And there are, if there were thousands of Elvenan before, there are hundreds of thousands now. To some degree. they busy. So... You pass through to the other side to this clearing, basically, that is ringed by two large semicircular roots with this giant tent in the middle with four smaller tents on the corners, all in the same style, It's blue-grey tarp with the sort of knobbly gilded wood uh, um, framing it all, with that sigil on the side. And all of the Elvenon that you see around here, it's mostly the small squat ones, and the uh, sort of the, both ends of the spectrum, right? It's the small squat ones and the ur-elven, right? The less angular, but more floaty, drifty ones. That's mostly who you see around here, and they're all dressed the same way. It's this like flowing robe that's this the same blue-gray as the top, with a, bronze-ish sash that runs through here and then ties off in a bronze rope at the waist where it flares down into uh, half robe bottoms, half like pantaloons Uh almost. Uh, They all have a gilded bronze shoulder plate. They all have some sort of like a brown leather satchel backpack on. Um, And some of them Mostly the, uh, it's it's on none of the short ones, it's only on the the low elven, the high elven looking ones, but not on all of them. But on, on a group of them, you can see this antler headband thing on a bunch of them. And they're all drifting around. And again, when you pass through towards the threshold of this clearing that clearly only houses this complex, everyone who can see you sort of stops. And Sot in of the Tracks gives a bow, and one of them, one of the smaller squat ones, who has a couple pieces of like black fabric wrapped around one arm and what's clearly some sort of a scroll of parchment in their grip, they like scrabble on over towards you all and give you all a bow. I bow back. It is a pleasure. My liege, I was not expecting your arrival or your, your, um, Your gaze upon our industry this fine afternoon. Is there something you needed that wasn't made clear?
3: (laughs) Unin looks to his friends. My leash? I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. I am a traveler.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and everyone in the shot also like, laughs along.
0: Leaves, <laughs> clip that. <laughs> uh, very funny, my <laughs> leaves. Very funny. Ah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Well, what, what, what can I show you? What can I assist with?
3: We would like to speak with of Varan, if they are available. Ah, uh, uh, is
4: everything, uh, uh, are you well, Malish? What the fuck's going on? Yes, I'm,
3: I'm good. I,
2: I'm sorry, I'm not uh, from here and uh, no, I was really looking forward to speaking with Uvran.
0: M- Madam, of course, you are well-known in these parts, well-known. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we would be happy to, <laughs> Ow. perhaps, One minute,
4: please. Before you go, is there a Tams in here? He,
0: like, does a double take towards you.
4: Oh, yes. (laughs)
1: There's
0: Kim. Please! You have not visited in (laughs) some...
3: With my purple cow tongue, I was picking my own nose. (laughs) You were literally stitching it right now? Like... One... Uh,
1: uh,
3: <laughs> 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 One moment. Sorry.
0: My, my fair friends. One moment. moment. And he scuttles back into the auspices of the big tent. This is
3: basically <laughs> our pet. He seems like he knows you. I... I don't know
0: we him. We
2: don't know him.
3: I think... We oh, shall learn more when we speak with Oonaron. Wait
4: if there's an uberon to speak to. What? He is a...
3: uberon. It's technically an immortal being, unless...
1: Unless I've just
4: said... Unless something we did change that the last time we're here.
2: I um intersect my brain and look for an uberon in the afterlife. <laughs> just like, one second <laughs> the eyes go wall-eyed to both <laughs> <five> directions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Without even rolling a check, uh no. Hard no.
2: Okay. Uh, he's never made it to my domain.
3: Hey, do we have to do voices?
2: But you've never made it to my domain either, and look where you are. No, I just do this because I like it.
3: So we don't, should we though? No. Oh, can I try? Do you want
0: <laughs> to do a voice? It's around this juncture, that the little, the, the like, little squat one Skittles back out of the of the tent here and following him is a Tall very angular figure with salt and pepper hair tied back in something like a top knot, weathered face leathery a little bit um, less the years more the mileage and Dressed in the same kind of uniform that everyone is the circlet the slate blue robes with the gold, the gold sash. He has two gold plates, and instead of a a backpack, he's got what looks like a very ornamental quiver. uh, And he's got big fur gloves on. And he comes out and looks at the group of you, and focuses on you, Nevrik, and beams. My friend! You return! My Sure to. Excuse me, my liege. It you did not <laughs> tell us that you would be bringing them back.
3: Again with this liege. You've been up to. <laughs> what you, you've been and this we story. have not <laughs> been.
0: Are you? Do, do you travel with these?
3: Attention.
0: Don't worry about me. <laughs> 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 my, my child. I am only a simple traveler. I need a FAT performance check from you. Performance? Absolutely performance!
1: Yes,
4: it's not, not terrible. That's terrible. Roll poorly! If it had rolled this way just uh, a little bit. Uh,
3: I was a, well. I rolled a two? Yeah. Fuck me, dude. Um, that's a seven. <laughs> yeah, you are giving the most, the most TLC performance you could possibly be giving.
0: Not TLC. <laughs> Uh,
4: uh, yes. It's 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 fine with him. My I am um,
0: my name is Tamsin. He knows. Because... to major you, Tamsin. Highly, <laughs> It's okay. I wanted to do a voice. Tamsin. Uh, it is a. If you travel with these, you are a a, a dear friend of mine. And mine to you. Yes.
4: This is how it's supposed to work. Yes.
0: I am. uh I don't Please, please. Is is this all? Uh, do you have the time? Would you like to come in for a a, a midday meal, a tea?
2: I would much appreciate to catch up
0: yeah, of with course. you, You're young wonderful. man. Yes. Oh, it is so. I wish you. Please, please, come in, come in. And he, he immediately oh, spins around. You. He mutters something to the little one with the scroll who writes something down. And as he passes into the threshold of the tent, you hear him bellow out in Elven, "Clear out!" Stop all operations! Oh, we have guests today! He's already inside, because he's uh, just uh, bellowing. Uh, I didn't really
1: want
2: to pass.
0: So as you're still standing outside of the tent, a bunch of all kinds of Elvenan flood out, and as they pass by you, it's a lot of like bows, little like greetings, a little confusion, but yes. there's still the general air of respect as they pass by you. Good, yes. You are getting stares, I'll be honest with you. You are getting <laughs> absolute shocked stares. Yes,
3: I look like a cow. It is normal where
0: I am from.
1: Do
2: not stare, child. it
0: is a genetic condition.
2: Let's remember you look like a cow child.
3: Where I am from, I am considered rather charming and handsome. Some nations
0: consider me a delicacy. Are you I consider all myself up? delicate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am a rare beauty where I am from. Some of you may die, <laughs> but, but that's a, a sacrifice, sacrifice I am willing really to make.
1: Uh,
0: are we heading into the big tent?
3: Ash. It'll comes back to <laughs> come back to
0: true. it back to Okay, so you guys pass in and you come up into a, a huge, huge space. The tent was big, but the space inside is a little bigger than it should be, right? And it is beautifully carpeted in this almost, uh, it, this wonderfully geometric patterned uh, rug, mostly sort of very, very sharply geometric leaf shapes with sort of sparkled black wall for the leaf outlines and this beautiful dark green wall for the rest of it, that spans the entire thing. A lot of great wooden chests and tables and dressers and uh, work surfaces, and the whole thing is filled with a number of, like, tons of workstations, open-ended storage cabinets, filled with shit. It's all well organized, but this room is filled One half of the room seems to be mostly filled with things that look like gemstones or otherwise currency of a sort. And the other half is more like open chests that are filled with organised rows of like items and artefacts and trinkets of some sort. And in every available workspace everywhere, and even in piles on the floor, there are stacks and stacks and stacks of parchment. Whether it's bound in scrolls or bound sort of as books or just stacks of open parchment, this is a Busy, busy space. Think uh, if the Druids ran Wall Street, basically, right? It's very, very high energy, high octane. Pump those numbers up, but it's incredibly rustic. You know what I mean? Even with all that sort of metal trimming, and in the far back end is a huge semicircular wooden like desk and a tree stump that's been carved with a base and up into a back for a seat, at which Tamsin has taken his seat and is heating up on a sort of semi-contained open stove, open like fire that's ringed in with some cast iron, a jade kettle. And My friends, my friends, please, please come. And my liege, I, I, I would be honored if you would drink with me this fine evening, fine afternoon.
2: Sorry, it's been a while. Um, My liege, can you explain that one to me? It's an, a foreign term.
0: Have you been traveling away since? Yes. Well, well our our fine, fine, well, it's hard to explain in, uh, in no particular terms. Our venerable ruler, Unan has been overseeing our expansion for some time. Since you left, really.
2: Really? Kiran. That's fantastic.
0: What
2: a fantastic ruler he must be.
0: (laughs) We have seen growth over these 500 years like you would not
3: believe. Good job. If you were looking at Unin, you see something that you have not seen. Just the slightest bit of annoyance? And perhaps even anger. I'll definitely feel that. I like
1: it. And
3: I... I very quickly start trying to, um, in like the in kind of like the way that I view it more like metaphysically, like in all of the strings that connect to me, I start to try to find Kira, uh, Kira Hans. Uh,
0: give me another fat wisdom save.
2: Can I, like Cerberus it? Okay.
4: I was so close.
3: Did anybody give me a? <laughs> a there a, you
1: go, good buddy. Uh, in inspo.
3: <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. The chat.
0: I
1: mean, nobody's no? Nobody's
2: a bard. Fuck y'all.
3: I can give you some. Some. I can bless you. I think. Um. Twelve. Twelve. Nearby. Okay. Nearby. He has me
0: oh. oh,
2: That'd be funny if he I'm, showed up and it's the same face. Uh, then I can change it to it'll be three faces.
0: <laughs> now, uh, w- can I serve you all with, with a with a, a warm beverage?
2: Uh, yes, please. And I'd love to hear what's happened in the
1: last while. Yes. Oh, oh my! How long man. has it been?
0: Uh, and he pours out from the kettle this like steaming, fairly viscous. Uh, sort of oily looking fluid. You know when you see like puddles on a car park and they have that like sheen to them? They're dark, but they have that sheen. That's sort of the liquid that's being poured out into these small little matching jade couplets that he hands out to each of you with a little bit more care towards you. Uh, and he pours one for himself and sits back. Well, let's see. I mean, after Krana first appeared, we took that in our stride and How how it, we directed ourselves in the direction the winds were already blowing.
2: Mhm. Go on.
0: Some of, well, it's not exactly my place really, but as far as I am to understand, we increased the effectiveness of some of our brood pods, so uh-huh. we could divert some of the natural energy of the tree to expand itself and connect and tether to the rest of the the heart wilds. That we both are bolstered by each other.
1: Uh
0: And more to the point, I have not even begun to thank you. You have made, you changed the course of of my life particularly. You now sit within the very walls, the the confines of the guild which you incited me to start one day or another. We are the Nevrisil. And as he says... Oh! Nev- <laughs> oh. uh, 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 Neverseal is an elven word that as it translates into the the godly like celestial global translation, it basically translates to the Joyous Guild. We're the Neverseal. We have uh, devoted ourselves to spreading our own awareness and interest to the edges of the forest and beyond, bringing awareness with us and in some cases, in recent, the last few seasons, we have begun to even communicate and trade with people we have found. That is amazing. And it has brought very sincere prosperity to, to us and ours, as you no doubt well know. I'm just so happy to see you prospering. Likewise. I never thought oh. I would see you again. I had half convinced myself you were a fever dream, but I've never hey. forgotten oh, you. so mad. And I neither. <laughs> and I neither. Please, please, enjoy. Let me know if you all need anything. Uh, it. I, I wish I wish you would have said something, my liege. It, it would have been...
3: Oh, it would have made them... Your more. liege was testing you.
0: <laughs> it's just, I can't, as myself, keep a straight face, seeing this, like, beefy <laughs> Highland cow speak, like... Um, I don't even know what.
3: Mark me. <laughs> it's <being> like like Jetsix. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is what it is. Okay. You have said you've traded with other beings. Of course, that
3: is what our main aims are now. Who have you traded with? My child, your liege wishes to know. Well, let us see.
0: Uh, the Dirven ventured up and to the east. Okay, uh, who else? I believe they found up there some... I I don't care. I don't west west. Well, west. I mean, you cannot talk about our our dealings westward without talking about the humans, can you? (laughs) What? The humans. Yes, of of course. course. What are those? Oh, they are they are are very sweet, sweet (laughs) children. Sweet children, really. They live such short lives, but they live them so well. The candle burns bright at both ends and it lights up the dark that they seem to be beholden to, the rocky wests by the sea. They are so grateful, so grateful for our intervention.
3: Good. The humans are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Your liege and your friend and (coughs) your grandmother? (laughs) Grandmother are so very proud of you and what you've done. Really? Yes you don't i
4: have
3: tamson you can be real energy is like, like rippling <laughs> yeah like y'all y'all feel f- for the first time like a just a slight like if you, <clears throat> like a pull as if like if you weren't paying attention you could like fall forward towards him
0: the flames are like shifting a little bit
2: um, before uh, we came here, Nail on head. Um, <laughs> I want to it'd be known. I've never met this woman. It doesn't in my matter. That
0: doesn't matter. You're doing <laughs> it. You've done it now. You're doing it.
2: Um. Before we came here, and our dear liege, Odin. a <laughs> god. Like, oh,
1: listen to. What? <laughs> <laughs> All is a <the> good college. <sighs> Come at me, give me you your best Mary Kassar. It's crazy, I've never even met her. <laughs> Wait,
0: you've
4: no. never met Mary Kassar? Oh, no. oh, she, she was she gone,
0: dude. She was gone. Wait, we'll <laughs> talk about it off the stream. Oh. Off the stream. Uh
2: what did our dear <laughs> Lee, what did our dear Lee back. go off to do before this? Uh, like, what? like if, if, before we came, where was he? Where, where Wait, did he- Unan go? Such Be- a pretty young Before woman. the first
0: time or before now? Just now.
2: It was, it, uh, like right before now.
0: <laughs> well, there was. It was the. Di- I mean, you should know. You were there.
2: I, I wasn't there, though, so what? This is a <laughs> test. Answer the question. Can
0: you roll me a big old deception check.
2: Does he get an advantage because I'm I'll,
0: I'll give it. In the spirit of, of, of Rule of Cool, I'll give it. At 20.
3: Unnatural, mark me, <laughs> mark me.
0: Uh, oh, uh, okay, okay, great, great. An unnatural friendship. Oh, no. So he's Dare sort you. of like, is a little confused, but just the warmth of the group of you like sets him at ease. And there is no warmth. No, no not anything. you. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> from the group of them, uh, he and he, there's something like he is almost the reverence with which you are beheld here is almost directing his attention away from you as it is. You know what I mean? Um, of course, At just after dawn, each day, the leaders of our individual tribe, species, whatever word you want to ascribe to it, they all meet with our liege to discuss matters of the day and of the season and what have you. It is how we have kept things day. balanced. Mostly... And today was no exception. It was not that long ago. That's. that's interesting. Huh. Hmm. You are. Uh, sh- should I be unsettled? You are. No. no, no, I. Um, I
2: do have a favor. Unless you had something to say. No, you. Um, this might sound strange. And you are in no danger from us, as always. Could you, um. Go outside of this room, and where you, if Unin wasn't here, and he was somewhere else, could you go find him and bring him here? But don't tell him we're here. Okay.
0: Yes, that's, and he stands up from the desk and goes, I don't, There's no need for that. I don't think I have to. Oh? As the tent light pierces through the back end of the tent, as two figures step forward from the outside into the tent of the Neverseal. There is a considerably less humanoid-looking being who is very, very stretched out and sort of like, almost as if they're made out of some sort of glowing liquid, but they're still draped in these long, semi-scaled robes that you recognize as Urvaran with a big book at the hip, much bigger than it was before, but they are the limits, the edges of their being have become much more non-Euclidean as they sort of drift into the room. And with them, a being that looks very much like this particular brand of Or Elven, a proto-drow, but like Tamsin is, seemingly weathered by mileage.
3: Interesting.
0: And as these two step into the room and come to a stop, the unan down there the elf unan down at the back end of the tent looks up and sort of just <laughs> well isn't this a treat and that's where we'll leave off till no, of no! <laughs> fucking hell
1: <God laughs> i do good try. shit oh my god
0: okay guys uh welcome back to on 500 years in the future. 500?
1: 500?
0: You, I, I said it as times oh. and none of you uh, c- caught it.
2: Look, I'm writing that
3: down.
0: It's been 500 years since you were last
3: here. Into the
2: year 3000. And apparently,
0: Unan has been here the whole time.
2: That's gotta weather him.
0: <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for sticking with us. Uh, please do, if you haven't, go find us on Instagram because more details about the giveaway are coming henceforth, yes. and please jump on onto Discord. There's fun stuff happening there, and there's even more campaign-related stuff coming down the pipeline very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep yourselves posted. Uh, lots of love to all you guys. Send love that you have to somebody else, let them know. And have a lovely rest of your week, this fine week, and we will see you next Monday for episode five of Regulus Genesis. Cheers, guys. Always a pleasure. Have a good one. Peace. Find Bards of New York live, featuring our voices and visages, every Thursday at 6pm Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. Visit us at twitch.tv forward slash Bards of New York. Or you can find us after the fact on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts the following Monday. Thank you, and we'll see you next time
1: on Bards of New York.